All right, so this is November 10th, and you all are block one. So in the top right, please put your first and last name. Today's date, which is November 10th, and you all are block one. Over here in the top left, we are going to title this um, Social Studies Road to the Revolution. Proclamation of 1763. So, all this that we are talking about are the things that happen that lead up to the American Revolution followed by the American Revolutionary War. So your learning target today I can explain why the proclamation of seventeen sixty three further angered the colonists. Yeah, I understand. I can explain why the proclamation of 1763 further angered the colonists. So, first, let's talk about the Proclamation of 1763. Um, Jasmine, you need to stay on here and do this with us. There's no way for you to do it by yourself yet because what you're seeing on here um, that is electronic, that's not all that we are going to do. So you need to do this with us. All right, so the Proclamation of 1763, it was signed after the end of the French and Indian War and I want to 
say it was the Treaty of Versailles that ended the French and Indian War. There's been many different Treaty of Versailles, and I think that's correct, but I'll check to be sure. All right, so the main, so the Proclamation of 1763 basically stated that um, the British would not allow colonists to move past the colonies, to move westward past the colonies. So basically, the British were saying, you see those mountains in North Carolina? You can't go any further west than those. Well, that made the colonists super angry because they felt that the British government was taking the, they were um, doing for the Native Americans before they were doing for the British colonists. Also, there were several colonists, like colonists were already traveling west past the mountains. So, the British were outlawing them from doing something that they had already started doing. Main purpose was to appease, pacify, Native American concerns, of land encroachment, by the colonists. In the proclamation of 1763 stated that no colonists were allowed to move westward beyond the Appalachian Mountains, purchase land from natives, and only licensed trailer traders were allowed to go westward. When you're ready to I'll be down there just in, you know, a couple of hours. Okay, I'm ready. You can take whomever. Whomever? Uh-huh. You sure? Yep. Because all this will be, and I'm, I'm doing a podcast of it right now, too. So. Okay. All right, so first it stated that no colonists were allowed to move westward beyond the Appalachian Mountains. They could not purchase land from natives.
and only license traders allowed to go westward Those of you at home, hold on just a second. I gotta stop sharing my screen and I'll reshare it. Here you go, y'all. Sorry about that. Uh, it was the Treaty of Paris that ended the French and Indian War. Alright, so here were the colonist issues with the proclamation. I'm going to do a different color. Pause, y'all. I gotta get my wisdom tea taken out. They hurt so bad. I gotta take the Tylenol. I do apologize. If you have a different color, you can change colors. You don't have to. You could put a box around this, maybe, if you don't have two different colors. So, colonist issues with the proclamation. All right, you see right here on colonists? Is that fuzzy? Can y'all see that? Is really bugging me because I can't see it. So that's my fault. It's a little fuzzy. Here, tell me, how about now? Is that better? What now? Yeah, Serenity, turn out the two outside lights, please. I forgot to put my contacts on, so everything's just fuzzy. Okay. Is that better? So the colonists, oh, there's Takaya. Let me let her in. 
finish my coffee to put my mask back on. All right, so the colonist, they're, oh, what I was going to show you. All right, so you see right here where it says colonist and there's an S and the apostrophe is behind the S. Whenever you're talking about a group of people owning something or you're giving ownership to a group of people, you always put the apostrophe behind the S because it's the group. So, like, if you were saying one colonist, like the colonist decision, then that would be apostrophe S. But if you're saying the colonist positions, then you would S apostrophe. Um, so the first issue that they have, they felt that the government was limiting movement from quickly crowding land. So So all these people had come over and settled in the New World, and they had all settled in the 13 colonies, because at the time, like, people weren't moving westward as rapidly, uh, so they needed somewhere else to go. The colonists felt that they won the right to western lands because they defeated the French and the Native Americans in the French and Indian War. However, they fought for this, they fought this war, and they still can't move westward. And lastly, the colonists were already moving west, so they just mainly ignored the proclamation. So as the colonists were moving west, the proclamation was largely ignored. Which leads us to the Treaty of Paris.
And yesterday, if you were listening on Zoom, I talked about how the French and Indian War was pretty much technically the First World War. Excuse me. So when we talk about this Treaty of Paris, we're going to talk about what the British, the French, and the Spanish were awarded for winning the French and Indian War. And France didn't win in the French and Indian War, but they still did get something out of the treaty. Spain was involved in the French and Indian War. To what extent, I'm not sure, just because it doesn't really apply to, like, doesn't directly apply to what we're learning. I mean, if you really want to know, I can find out and tell you. All right, so the Treaty of Paris. So you have the British, so Britain, France, and Spain. So the British in this treaty acquired Canada from France yes Braylon I can is that good If I need to scoot back up some more, Braylon, just let me know. So they acquired Canada from France. France acquired the sugar colonies, which are the colonies whose main production was sugar. And Spain acquired Cuba and the Philippines, and Cuba was another one of the sugar colonies. A little bit more. How's that? Oh, and also for under Britain, 
put that they also acquired Florida. Okay, thank you, Braylon. Is that good? Alright, so the British chose to acquire Canada and Florida rather than the sugar colonies. And acquiring the sugar colonies would have meant, hold on. Excuse me. Um, acquiring the sugar colonies would have meant more money for the British. And you remember they were in need of money. So why would they choose to acquire Canada and Florida over financially valuable sugar colonies? So why did the British choose Canada and Florida over financially valuable sugar colonies And that was because acquiring Canada and Florida meant the colonies, which will eventually become the United States, weren't surrounded by rival nations. All right, y'all, um, we're going to go in and scoot out because lunch is here. If I hop back on Zoom later on, I will send an email out. I will post the rest of these notes and the um, podcast later on. So, y'all have a good day. If you need anything, email me. Bye, y'all. Okay, sorry about that. That's okay. I have spaghetti today. Uh-huh. Or PB&J. How many students do you have? Um, a fear with Bowman. Hold on.